Coming up on 5-Minute News. 137 dead in Russian invasion of Ukraine. Russians arrested as they protest Ukraine attack. And as infections fall, CDC eases pandemic guidelines. It's Friday, February 25. I'm Anthony Davis. On Thursday, Russia launched a full-scale invasion of Ukraine, unleashing airstrikes on cities and military bases and sending in troops and tanks from three sides in an attack that could rewrite the global post-Cold War security order. Ukraine's government pleaded for help as civilians piled into trains and cars to flee. Military forces battling Russians on multiple fronts suffered dozens of casualties. Russian President Vladimir Putin ignored global condemnation and cascading new sanctions as he unleashed the largest ground war in Europe since World War II and chillingly referred to his country's nuclear arsenal. Ukrainian forces sought to fend off a Russian barrage of land and sea-based missiles, an attack that one senior US defense official described as the first salvo in a likely multi-phase invasion aimed at seizing key population centers and ultimately decapitating Ukraine's government and installing a new one. Already, Ukraine officials said they had lost control of the decommissioned Chernobyl nuclear power plant, scene of the world's worst nuclear disaster. Russia has embarked on a path of evil, but Ukraine is defending itself and won't give up its freedom, Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky tweeted. He pleaded Thursday for even more severe sanctions than the ones imposed by Western allies and ordered a full military mobilization that would last 90 days. Zelensky said 137 civilians and military personnel have been killed so far in the Russian invasion of his country. He called them heroes in a video address released early this morning, in which he also said hundreds more have been wounded. US President Joe Biden announced new sanctions against Russia, saying Putin chose this war and that his country would bear the consequences of his action. Other nations also announced sanctions. While some nervous Europeans speculated about a possible new world war, the US and its NATO partners have shown no indication they would send troops into Ukraine, fearing a larger conflict. Russian civilians turned out by the thousands on Thursday to decry their country's invasion of Ukraine as emotional calls for protests grew on social media. Some 1,745 people in 54 Russian cities were detained, at least 957 of them, in Moscow. Hundreds of posts came pouring in condemning Moscow's most aggressive actions since the 1979 Soviet invasion of Afghanistan. Vladimir Putin called the attack a special military operation to protect civilians in eastern Ukraine from genocide a false claim the US had predicted would be a pretext for invasion and which many Russians roundly rejected. Tatiana Yusmanova, an opposition activist in Moscow, wrote on Facebook that she thought she was dreaming when she woke at 5.30am to the news, which she called a disgrace that will be forever with us now. I want to ask Ukrainians for forgiveness. We didn't vote for those who unleashed the war, she said. 
as sirens blasted in Kiev, Ukraine's capital, and large explosions were heard there and in other cities, Russians were signing open letters and online petitions demanding the Kremlin halt the assault. One petition, started by a prominent human rights advocate, Lev Ponomavyov, garnered over 150 signatures within several hours and more than 330,000 by the end of the day. More than 250 journalists put their names on an open letter decrying the aggression. Another one was signed by some 250 scientists, while 194 municipal council members in Moscow and other cities signed a third. Russia's investigative committee issued a warning on Thursday afternoon reminding Russians that unauthorized protests are against the law and are subject to arrest and detention. The Biden administration will significantly loosen federal mask-wearing guidelines to protect against COVID-19 transmission today, meaning most Americans will no longer be advised to wear masks in indoor public settings. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention will announce a change to the metrics it uses to determine whether to recommend face coverings, shifting from looking at COVID-19 case counts to a more holistic view of risk from the coronavirus to a community. Under current guidelines, masks are recommended for people residing in communities of substantial or high transmission, roughly 90% of U.S. counties, according to the latest data. The new metrics will still consider caseloads but also take into account hospitalizations and local hospital capacity, which have been markedly improved during the emergence of the Omicron variant. The strain is highly transmissible, but indications are that it is less severe than earlier strains, particularly for people who are fully vaccinated and boosted. Under the new guidelines, the vast majority of Americans will no longer live in areas where indoor masking in public is recommended based on current data. The new policy comes as the Biden administration moves to shift its focus to preventing serious illness and death from COVID-19 rather than all instances of infection as part of a strategy adjustment for a new phase in the response as the virus becomes more endemic. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News on YouTube with your preferred podcast app. Ask your smart speaker or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Subscribe, rate and review online at 5minute.news. 5-Minute News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health and climate, delivering independent, unbiased and essential world news daily. Hello, this is Gary Chahot welcoming you to check out the French History Podcast. Our main show covers the history of France from the first humans until present. If you liked Mike Duncan's The History of Rome and wanted a similar program covering the land of beauty, culture, and love, we are exactly that. We also host world-renowned scholars who have delivered guest episodes on their specialties, including 18th century pirates, revolutionary booksellers in 20th century Paris, the special friendship between the Marquis de Lafayette and Thomas Jefferson, and numerous others. Learn what you love and listen to the French History Podcast today.